0: Good morning, happy Easter to everyone. Hopefully you're having a a good day so far. You know, we we were talking earlier, and you look outside, and there's no rain. Uh, It means we could have possibly had a parking lot service. But, you know, at the, the same time, as soon as we would have brought everything out, it would have started pouring down rain in the middle of us having church, and we would have had to stop, so we just made the decision to stay inside today. But that's all right. But, uh, hey, listen, so at the end of uh, service today, we are going to take communion together. So uh, we're, we're going to make sure we give you plenty of time to go and get your uh, bread and juice there in the house. And, uh, you know, we can, at the end of this, we'll be able to uh, take communion together and uh, do that kind of stuff. The uh, announcement, you got that paper? So you got the paper, but I got the microphone <laughs> for the text to give it off. <laughs> We wrote everything down over there. He's got it. So, yeah, I need that. (laughs) We're really prepared this morning. Don't worry about it. Honestly, no, we're good. Okay. Uh, So, just a couple announcements to get everything out of the way for you. We will have Wednesday service as well. And uh, from from this point on, on Sundays, if it's not pouring down rain, we're going to try to have a parking lot service. Uh, So, we'll we'll make sure we keep you up to date, like we have been, as far as the weather and all that goes. But uh, we're going to try to have parking lot service every time we can. And uh, all they ask is you just got to stay in your vehicles, right? And uh, we're going to continue to do that, and we're going to continue to have church, and we're going to have online service, and just share. If you notice, every day at four o'clock, the service reruns. So today's service will rerun tonight at four p.m., and then Monday and Tuesday at four p.m., and then Wednesday we'll have service at six thirty, and then that one will run Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we just keep doing that for opportunities for people to watch it. Uh, Also. uh, church family, watch your emails. We're going to be sending out some emails this week on some other stuff, so watch your emails. Um, also, we've updated something else as far as uh, being able to give. I know some people are giving online. The company we use has uh, changed a few things, so uh, Mike, if you want to throw up that giving screen there, we've, we've got it on the on the screen for you. You can do text to give now. Uh, if you grab your phone, you can uh, just write there on there that the number would be 73256. So you type 73256 And in the bottom, you put NLM for New Life Marksville, and it will send you a a link, and you can actually go in and and do tithes and offerings and all that right there through the Text to Give app. Uh, If you're already uh, a member here of the church, you know how to get into it and do online. You can go to the church website, newlifeag.church, and you can take care of that as well. So I'm going to give this back to my favorite guitar player over here. They're all my favorites because we have one of each right now. And, and I have two favorite singers, but I uh, only have one today. So, you know, just kind of partial. Uh, but anyway, so but anyway, so we're, we're going to have a good time today. worshiping Jesus. Amen. Uh, I know we're scattered around the world, but that's OK. Uh, we're scattered around watching it online. And I know there's some churches that are having services today. And we're just blessed that we were able to be here this morning. So let's pray. And uh, we're going to do some worship. Come on. Father, we are so thankful that you allow us to be here today. Lord, we are coming together as a church family celebrating Jesus Christ rising from the dead. Every other God and deity and throughout history has a tombstone somewhere. But our God borrowed a grave because he knew he wasn't going to need it. And so today we celebrate his resurrection and his life and all the, the things. And we celebrate the fact that through his resurrection, we can now have a relationship with you. So today, God, we ask that your presence would be here with us at the church and and in every home that's scattered around the world watching today and the days upon us, the days ahead. And, Lord, I I pray that you would just receive our worship today. Receive it and be blessed by it, God. Let it bring you glory, everything we do through the preaching and the time we have together. Lord, we just want to bless you and we want to love on you. We thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing and all you are going to do in Jesus' mighty name. All right, everybody, let's stand up. And get ready to do some worship. You ready? Come on.
1: Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For He is good; He's above all things. His love endures forever, sing praise.
0: praise in your house today. We'll take a praise break right here. Come on. Make sure you get that TV turned up where you need it at this morning. Hallelujah. Could you imagine blowing your speakers out and going to the repairman saying, I was having church at home and I blew my speakers. That's all right. Whew. That's better than watching a TV show you ain't supposed to. Anyway, all right. I'm gonna get off that.
2: i 그... Your name is
1: will So thankful for
0: you again. You are all we need, Jesus. Everything. You are our portion. You are everything we could ever need and hope for. We thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory today in Jesus' name. Hey, listen, guys. We're gonna throw the announcements up there for just a moment, and uh, remember, go get some bread and some juice so we can do communion together at the end of the service. And so we're gonna give you just a minute break here so we can swap over real quick. And uh, go ahead
1: and do that now, guys.
0: Amen. Well, hey guys, hopefully you're back. You've got your juice and your bread ready for uh, communion afterward. Uh, listen, we want to talk a little bit before uh, before we do that. I wanted to uh, talk to you about a couple things this morning. Uh, I, I titled this. If you want to write a title, it is finished. Uh, it is finished, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into that just a little bit. But today we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Hopefully yours. We celebrate the day that Jesus walked out of the grave, a day that basically made history, changed history, whichever way you want to look at it, but could have been considered one of the most important days ever, right? No other God has ever done this. No other God hi- has ever done this because they're not able to do this. Amen. And so what, what I want us to look at this year is um, how this is a little bit different than normal for us. Amen. I'm grab a bottle of water here real quick. Thank you. You know, I should have got one before I started preaching. I mean, before I started singing, but I didn't, but that's okay. This year, unlike any other year in, in our, again, our generation, our our timeline, um, probably for most anyone that's watching today, this year is different for us. But I, I hope you woke up this morning and, and realized that this is a different year, and I hope, my, my prayer is, is that you have a new respect for jesus christ and what he did on this day you know so many times easter has become more about a new easter outfit than about jesus and and you can say amen in the house you know you can honk a horn if you're if you're there i don't think we have anybody in the parking lot no so we can't get any honks today it it has become more about a new outfit it has become more about buying presents for our children than it has Trying to make sure that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ And, and, and I know that we've got people that, that they, they say they're resurrection eggs and all this I'm not going to get into that guys You know, know my point already on it, my beliefs on it I'm, I'm not getting in there But I hope because this year That some of this has changed You have a new respect But I can promise you And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig a little bit today I'm sorry, I'm going to apologize now But I think it needs to be done that some of you risk going to a store to buy your children an Easter bunny when you complained about going to church because it was unsafe. I'll let that sink in for a minute. You went to the store to buy a new Easter outfit to have a gathering at your home today to celebrate Easter when you say it's unsafe for churches to be open. I just I want to dig in there today because we have commercialized this thing there are people that only go to church once or twice a year the Christmas and Easter crowd the CEs okay that's the only time they ever go but today we are celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ the only deity in history to ever do this and I'm glad we're stuck in homes today so maybe we can realize because if you think about the first century church Jesus was crucified Now they're hiding because they don't know if the Romans are going to come and kill them or the Jews are going to come kill them. They're hiding. Today we're hiding from a virus that we can't see, but it can affect a lot of people. So I'm not trying to get on a bandwagon. I'm not trying to get on any of those. I'm not trying to get on a soapbox. I just, I want you to realize the fact that this is a different year and you need to be different than you've ever been before. Why? Because our Lord is coming back quickly. If you look at, the, at, the, at the, the scriptures and you look at what's happening in the world, he is coming back quickly, and he is looking for a spotless bride. Not a bride that has more fun with commercialization than they do with him. Because the scripture says that he will tell some, depart from me, I didn't know you. You may have the right shirts, you may have the right church, but if you don't have the right heart in relationship with Jesus Christ, you will not go with him. So I, I want us to, to look at what happened over 2,000 years ago, You can open your Bible to uh, Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16, we're going to start in verse 1. I didn't put any of this on the screen today. I know most of us know this story, but I'm going to read it to you. Mark chapter 16. It says, When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Psalm, brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. They were preparing to do his complete burial. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, the borrowed tomb, and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? I love this right here. And when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. And as they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were very alarmed. And he said, don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. And then he showed him, see the place where he had laid. He said, but now go tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. See, he was borrowing a a tomb, and this is why we celebrate the fact that he did this. There's no grave markers. If you go to Israel, you go to Jerusalem, you'll find multiple places where they think he was buried at, and you pay money to go in and look at him. It's cool to see what their how their system works but they don't know which one he was in so just just keep that in mind but I, I want you to look at what happened here Jesus Christ lived a sinless life can, can you and I live a sinless life no not without Jesus if we could we wouldn't need him he wouldn't have had to die he came and he lived a sinless life he came to teach us how to live a life pleasing to God the father he came to teach us that why? Because God wants a relationship with us. If you, if you remember reading back into to the uh, book of Genesis, God walked in the cool of the day with Adam. He walked alongside Adam. He wants a relationship with us. Jesus came to teach us about the laws, to teach us that, that you know, the, the book of the law, the, 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 the Torah, Leviticus, and all of that in, in, in the, New, the Old Testament was to help us understand what god was expecting of us but man put so many laws on top of it and so many regulations on top of it that it was something unobtainable right and, and jesus was trying to teach us the spirit of the law the meaning of the law right he, he even made the comment he said you know it is it is written you it shall you shall not kill right you shall not commit a, a murder but i say jesus said this that if you hate a brother in your heart you've already committed murder See, he was teaching us that it's about the inside. It's not about what we're doing. It's not just about, oh, God knows my heart. Yeah, but your actions speak a different story sometimes. That's why you're not able to go to 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 God without Jesus. All of these things were fulfilled when he was on the cross so that now you could live this life. But here's where I want us to spend our time at today. Flip over to the book of John chapter 19. John chapter 19. John chapter 19, verse 28 through 30. And while you're doing that, I, I want to finish up a thought. I just want to give you time to get there. If you look at the teachings of Jesus and you look at the teachings of any other religion, love your neighbor, right? Not, not only don't steal, don't think about it in here. Don't let it get in your heart. He, he was teaching us all the ways to, to life and pleasing to the Father. The other religions of the world don't teach that kind of stuff. Jesus was contrary even to the Jewish beliefs, which are in our Bible. Why? Because we had added so many things. If we try to do it the way the world wants us to do it, if, if we try to have a relationship with God the way the world tells us to, it doesn't work. It can only happen through Jesus Christ. To understand that, we need to back up one step, and this is where John chapter 19, verse 28 is. Later, knowing that everything had been finished, this is Jesus on the cross, he is almost to the end of his life. Look at his statements here. Everything had now been finished, and so that the scriptures would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. And a jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a a stalk, a stick, of a hippos plant, hyssop plant, and they lifted it up to his lips. They put it on his lips. And when he had received the drink, Jesus said, listen to this, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and gave up the spirit. It is finished. What is finished? What is finished? Everything. Well, almost everything because he still has to rise from the dead. But everything was finished. See, we celebrate him rising from the dead because that was the the crowning achievement right there of him coming back to life. Because he was in the grave for three days. And the Jewish people teach that once you've been in the grave for three days, after that, your spirit leaves your body. Well, he came back to life after that supposedly would have happened, right? It's the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit raised him from the dead. They had put restrictions on that. Jesus, so when he said it is finished, this is what happened. He took the sins of the world on his shoulders in himself and died for them. He died for your sins. He died for my sins. He died for their sins in the future. And this, uh, I want us to, to see this for a second. It is finished. He fulfilled all the prophecies in the Old Testament. There are tons of prophecies in the Old Testament that speak to how he will be born, where he will be born, things that will happen in his life, the miracles that he will do, all the way down to the death he will die, and his resurrection. All of these things are in here. But I want us to look at the word for a second so you can grasp the importance of the words Jesus spoke. The word it is finished is one word to them, to telostai, T E T E L E S T A I, to telestai. I need to get a little technical with you for a second. I just I want you to be able to see this. That word to means it is finished. Now normally I'm, I'm not an English major, but I, I want you to see this so you can understand with me as well. You have. The tenses of words, right? And I had to write this down because I'm not very good at that. You have past tense, present tense, right, future tense. You have all of those different things. The the Greek, the, the theologians, this was considered a perfect tense. And here's why. It was a past tense and a present tense and a future tense all wrapped into one. So what he said was this. When when he said it is finished, it was the present tense that everything I needed to do was done now. Everything that needed to be done in the past has now been accomplished, and everything that will ever need to be done in the future is now accomplished. So, listen to this. So, knowing the fact that it was, they consider it a linear tense in their language, that word never stops. Okay? It is finished and will continue to be finished from this point on. That word in the present tense, it was. In there, and there it's an aorist tense, they called it. It's a specific time and place and a moment. So that moment was on God's calendar, and Jesus spoke that, yes, I understand it. This moment, God, you put on the calendar for me to die, has been accomplished. It is finished. And by understanding that word, it is finished. That word right there, it is finished, when the blood was applied, it was forever. So when he died on the cross and said, it is finished. Your sins are forgiven. The sins of the guys 2,000 years from now, if God doesn't come back, are still forgiven. All of these things. It is finished and will continue to be finished from this point on. You don't have to do anything because it's already been done. All you have to do is receive it. See, that's where we get it wrong. We want to work it up. We want to, I've got to be good enough. If you could have been good enough, you wouldn't have had to come. If you could have been good enough, you could have kept the law to begin with and been blameless. But without Jesus Christ you can't do that in Jesus is the ability to be a renewed body because he his stripes they heal our body in Jesus I have the ability to have a relationship with the father that's salvation in Jesus I have the ability to live a sinless life I have, I have all these things in him but I have to understand that when he said it is finished It was as if you are now dead on that cross if you accept him and now you are rising because the Bible says the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead now presides in you as a believer. So, see, you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You're celebrating a resurrection of your Lord right now. If you're not a believer, you're celebrating something that might have happened. Because I can tell you this, if you're not a believer, you probably don't believe this even happened. You're just buying into the hype and you're buying your kids candy and toys. But as a believer, we take it to 10 steps past that. Because today we celebrate the fact that our Lord rose from the dead. And I know that the same spirit that rose him from the dead now resides in me. And that means I now have life and I have a new life. I, I can be a different person. I don't have to be the same old person I was. All things have passed away. All things are now made new. It is finished. The sins that I'm going to commit in my future have already been forgiven, and God has given me the power to not have to do that anymore. See, when you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, you you can't not sin. You understand what I'm saying? You can't not sin because of the fact that you don't have the power to overcome sin in your life. You can say I'm a good person. But without Jesus Christ, you still are not going to enter into heaven. Why? Because you have a sinful nature all the way back to when Adam died. And that's why Jesus had to die because this mortal body, the word of God says it's it's, all men should die once. So this mortal body had to die so the new life could come. That's why right now my spirit has been reborn. That's where they marveled and said, well, how can I be enter my mother again and be reborn? No, my spirit has been reborn inside of me. And now I can be a different person. Now I can be that new person that Jesus wanted me to be. Now when I read the scriptures, I understand what the Father is trying to teach me and what, what Jesus, is, it was his life that he was living, all of these things. It is finished. Your old life can be done away with. I, I know there are people here watching today that you have so much hopelessness in your life right now. There's no way I can ever get out of this. I tell you, you can through jesus christ you can get out of this is he going to pay my bills if he needs to his daddy owns the cattle on a thousand hills see we we focus on the the temporal things we focus on the things around us more than we focus on the spiritual things that are forever our spirit when he rose from the dead he became an eternal being that that body right there now sets in heaven that eternal body that glorified body now sets in heaven at the right hand of the father and that's why he can come back again and get us because he has that body. He has a physical form just like us here in the building. We have a physical form. His resurrection changed everything in history to the point that people say that he never even lived. But our calendar system today is what year is this? 2020 AD. That's after his death, BC before Christ. The calendar is written around his life. And can I tell you, he's alive today, and he wants to be your father as well. He wants, to, he wants to bless you. He wants to help you. He wants to teach you. So today, as you celebrate Easter, make sure you stop and think for a moment what's really going on. It, it's not about candy. It's not about games. And parents, let me challenge you. If that's all you ever teach your children, if that's all you ever teach them, you're doing them a disservice need to teach them truth teach them truth you can buy them games you can buy them all of the things but children grow up easter is all about eggs and bunnies and if they never realize it's really about jesus christ we've done them a disservice we need to help our children understand who christ is and who christ wants to be for us amen so listen i'm going to invite one of my my brothers here at the church he's going to come in and speak to you for a few minutes and don't forget we're going to do communion after this. And so I'm going to pass over the mic to him real quick. Thank you, brother.
3: This morning we hope you enjoyed the message that the uh, pastor is given. You know, God imparted that to the pastor this morning for Easter Sunday. That's a powerful message and we hope that you gleaned something out of that message this morning. But this morning I would like to speak to you about the fact that Jesus wasn't forced to get on that cross he wasn't forced to lay there and let them nail those spikes in his hands and feet he wasn't forced to do that he did that for you and he did that willingly he willingly died and let them stick a spear in his side for you and this morning on Easter Sunday as we celebrate his resurrection After three days, he rose again. He took the the keys to death, hell, and the grave, and ascended. And he went to sit at the right hand of the Father, his Father. So this morning, if you don't know the Jesus that we're talking about, we'd like to afford you the opportunity this morning to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're rich and got a billion dollars. And it doesn't matter if you only have five dollars in your pocket. Jesus still loves you exactly the same. And he still gave his life for you at Calvary. And he still rose again and took with him the keys to your situation. So this morning I'd like to lead you in a prayer. If you'd pray with me and you've never accepted Christ or if you if you've accepted Christ before and you know you're not exactly on the right path. We all stray from the path sooner or later. Sometimes it's hard. But if you've strayed or if you've never accepted Christ this morning, Say this simple prayer with me this morning, won't you? Jesus, we confess our sins before you. Jesus, we invite you this morning into our hearts and lives to be the Lord of our life. We invite you to direct us and guide us in the path that you would have us to go. Jesus, we confess that on the third day that you rose again from that awful grave. And Jesus, we confess this morning that you are the Son of the Most High living God. And you do abide on the right hand of Father God. And we thank you this morning, Jesus, for coming into our hearts and being our Lord. And we thank you, Jesus, for your mercy and your grace that we need every day. Amen. This morning, if you said that simple prayer with us, it's simple by faith. If you've said that simple prayer, pick up that phone. Everybody's got a phone. Pick up that phone and text this, New Life 109. That's New Life 109. 109- and text it to this number 77948 that was 77948 text new life 109 what that's going to do is going to send you to a site at that site we'd like to fill out a few things and we'd like to send you a couple of things we'd like to connect you to right now media for you through there it'll be free right now media has access to products that will help you and let you grow in your faith as a new Christian. There's 20,000 plus Bible studies and teachings in this right now media. We'd also like for you if you would when you fill out that form to connect with us so we can connect with you. We would also like your email so we can send you a couple of things. We want to help you grow as a Christian this morning on Easter morning we would like to say we love you Jesus loves you and we want you to be a part of the kingdom of God and we thank you for saying that simple prayer and Jesus is smiling I know so right now we're getting ready to take communion. If you would prepare yourselves, get your bread and your your juice, water, whatever you're going to use, go ahead and take time and prepare to get that together as the pastor comes. Amen. Thank you.
0: So go ahead and get your, your juice and, and your uh, your bread. So listen, that text that he, he was talking about, you just go to it. Right there, New Life 109 Romans 10:9, 9, 77948. It's gonna send you a link. You hit that. It's just a couple of little things. You know, I've accepted Christ for the first time. I'm recommitting my my life. Your name and address and your email address is all we're asking for, so we can get that right now media to you and and you can start to learn. We want to connect with you. We also with your address, we want to mail you something so that we can help you. We're we're not just trying to Get counts of converts online. We're trying to make sure we're building the kingdom of God and disciples. Amen. We we want to help disciple you. So let me get my Bible out here. Yes, we're in an all-digital age, but I, I still keep a, a Bible. I like my my actual real Bible, even though I, I read from my, my digital ones most of the time. But today I want us to take time with with the juice. I want to I want to read something to you out of the book of First Corinthians tells us the story of the, of the supper. And then we're going to take this together. It says, And as when he, Jesus, had given thanks, he had broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, and which it broken for you, do this in remembrance of me. And after the same manner, he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. It should do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. So listen, as we receive this today, I want you to take the bread out. We have some pre-made cups here for, for safety purposes. And, and I want you to take the bread out, and I want you to, to think about it for a second. I, this, is, this is the way I like to do communion, and, and I challenge you to do this in your own home as well. The, the bread, this, this is a wafer that represents what's his body that was broken. His body was broken, and the word of God says so that we would be healed. He bore the stripes that we should have accepted, we, we should have had. But by his stripes, we are healed. So as we break this bread today, I always like to break my bread just in semblance of his body being broken. And I confess it. Father, I, I thank you that you allow Jesus to be beaten in my place, even though I'm not worthy of it. And he should have never had that happen to him. But today, as I receive this bread, I remember his body being broken for me and my place. But I also receive health and life through his body being broken. No sickness will come against me. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I, I speak that over myself. I pray that. So let's take the bread together today. Then he went on and he said, this blood, this this juice represents my blood. No, we don't drink blood. I drink grape juice. This is the New Testament. You have an Old Testament and a New Testament. The Old Testament, there was a covenant. And and in Jewish tradition, there was always blood that had to be shed for a a covenant. So now we have the New Covenant, the New Testament with Jesus Christ. And it was his blood that was shed to, to forgive sins once and for all. It was his blood that was put on top of the mercy seat for your sins and my sins and, and for those forevermore. And so today as we drink of this cup, what we're doing is we're saying again, Lord, I receive this juice representing the blood that was shed and I receive it again to wash over me and cleanse me and make me new. Once again, it's symbolic that it is his blood is forgiving me of every sin. Every sin. So let's pray. Father, again, we, we receive this juice today, God a symbol that you gave it to us never let us take any of these for granted and make light of them but this juice represents the blood of jesus that was shed that forgives me of all my sins and all mankind and as i drink this today let me remember let me never forget what jesus went through for somebody like me let's take the juice together but i pray for us one more time this morning father Again, I thank you for this symbol that we have. Something that can seem so small can be so powerful. And Lord, as we have all received today, I speak life and health over the people of God. Scattered around the world right now, I release health to you in Jesus' name. And through the blood of Jesus, we are forgiven and we are set free. No longer will this world hold us back. No longer are we bound to our old sin natures. We are new creations in Christ Jesus fully forgiven in Jesus' mighty name. Listen, we love you, and I thank you for tuning in with us today on this Easter morning. Hey, listen, celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Go tell somebody you love them. Go tell somebody that Jesus Christ is not dead. He's alive, amen? And go, just go love on, on your family today. But look, in your homes, take communion together. Fathers, I, I challenge you to take communion as, as a family. That way you can just release health into your family and listen text us connect with us go on facebook go on our website newlifeag.church send me an email we'd love to hear that that you're tuning in and we'd love to hear what you think about the services we're, we're continuing to bring these live to you these are not pre-recorded services at all these these are live services we're going to continue to do this and that's why me and the, the worship team here we we all protect ourselves to make sure we can continue to do this because we believe this is what god wants us to do amen and don't forget also thank you yeah i got my my second brain over here. If you need prayer, if you need prayer, we have a phone line set up that's, that's we call it prayer mail because it's a voicemail, 24 hour day voicemail that's emailed to me within seconds, and we send it to our prayer team. It's our church phone number, 318-253-4361. Again, 318-253-4361. Call us if you need prayer. We'd love to help you in any way that we can. And listen, if you're in the Marksville area, the, the Avoles Parish connect with us on Facebook, like the page, share the page so that that when this is all over with, if you don't have a home church, we're going to have a massive celebration here of our family day. Amen. And uh, we'd love for you to come and be a part of our family. So God bless you. We love you. In Jesus name. Hey, celebrate his resurrection. Amen. God bless you.